Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for podcasters by podcasters. Podcasting Smarter is the official podcast from Podbean, featuring podcasting interviews, best practices, and helpful tips. We're here to give you the tools, resources, product updates, and news to help you get started podcasting and keep your podcast growing. Hello and welcome. Today's episode is a replay of one of our live events, New and Noteworthy, Hacking the Algorithm of Podcast Directories. We'll be going over how we'll be going over how you can potentially get one of those coveted promotional spots within a podcast directory and what are all those little things that contribute to that promotion, whether it's good quality artwork, your title, searchability, requesting to be featured, and so much more. Stay tuned and here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to Podcasting Smarter's April event. This is Podcasting Smarter's April live event, new and noteworthy, hacking the algorithm of podcast directories. My name is Norma Jean Belenke. I'm the head of events here at Podbean, and we are so excited you're joining us here today. So I'm joined here by our Director of Communications, Shannon Martin, and we'll get into it in a minute. Um, Before we start, I just want to welcome everyone and say that if you have any questions, please drop them here in the comments, and our team here at Podbean will address any questions you have about the subject matter. Um, And you can also hit us up at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. So if you have any podcasting questions, feel free to write in to the team here at Podbean, and hopefully we'll get them on the podcast. So hello, Shannon. Hello and welcome. Hi. Exciting topic for the day. (laughs) Yes. New and noteworthy. So before we get started, I just want to lay the groundwork for everybody out there in terms of the terms that we use, because podcasting is such a new medium. And when we say podcast directories, can you just Mm -hmm. explain a little bit about what that means? Because we have our own at Podbean. Um, But there are so many out there, and there's quite a few popular ones. Yeah, many people will think of it, as a listener, you'll think of it as the apps that you listen on. And so now we we still use that term directory, and a lot of them are web-based and an app. You know, Podbean, you can go to podbean.com and look them up, but you also, you're probably listening in an app. So these are the things that, these are the, the apps that are out there. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Podcast Addict you know, any of the apps that you may use. And uh, some of them actually pull the podcasts from Apple Podcasts, so some of the smaller apps, and others have their own directory, like a Podbean or a Spotify does. So those directories are, you know, where people find your podcasts, basically. And your hosting platform is what gets it out to those, but those are those are the endpoints where people listen. And sometimes when people first get into podcasting, they don't realize that they don't directly upload to those platforms. So they think, oh, how do I upload my podcasts to Apple Podcasts, but you use a hosting partner uh, and have an RSS feed and then it's submitted and goes out through all those directories. So that's kind of the the how podcasting works 101, very basic. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So when we say directory, we mean an app like the Podbean app where you would listen to podcasts or an Apple podcast, Spotify, that kind of thing. So within the industry, we call them podcast directories. So just for note before we jump in and A lot of these directories have algorithms, and so today we're going to talk about hacking the algorithm and getting into what in Apple Podcasts called new and noteworthy, Um, and that's really pretty much being featured within that app or directory for your podcast. So Shannon, start us off a little bit with what is new and noteworthy? Yeah, so New and Noteworthy is the name of this in Apple Podcasts. And as you mentioned, there are lots of directories, and a lot of them will have something similar. So there's going to be a combination, and we're, we're going to get into the details and uh, you know how, how they're done, even though, like all directories, you know, most of most of the us and them don't share the exact details of, of algorithmic things um, and right. picking, but but they're all pretty much some combination of editorial sort of handpicking, curating, and and some alg- algorithmic factors. But new and noteworthy is kind of your splash page on Apple Podcasts or. A lot of people think of it as iTunes, uh, and that is so. When you go in, there's this kind of you know section, and it's uh, it highlights these new and noteworthy, new or noteworthy. Uh, we'll talk about that podcast, and there's also different sections, you know, different categories, different. Um, uh, Apple has what's hot, I think, is another one. 
Uh, and in Podbean, for example, we have banners that we run across the top that feature kind of that. That's kind of our real, you know, uh, vibrant, visible section, you know, when you go in. But then we also have featured podcasts. Uh, and different, and obviously the categories. So there's that kind of thing. But new and noteworthy is apples, and it's you'll hear it a lot. You'll hear a lot of people mention it. There's a lot of misconceptions around it, and a lot of strategies to try and hack it. But we'll kind of talk about why uh, good principles of podcasting are more important than hacking any kind of algorithm. <laughs> right. Despite, I mean, you know, we all want to know how to hack it, Shannon. Um, but <laughs> I think it's also important to to mention that when we're talking about podcast directories and being featured in podcast directories, it's especially important as podcasters because in terms of the overall promotion of promoting your podcast, when you promote in-app, whether you get featured, whether you're featured on a banner Whatever that specific promotion is, it's so exponentially helpful for your podcast because that's where people are listening to podcasts anyways. And so it's not like on maybe on social media, maybe on Twitter, somebody recommends a podcast, but not everybody on Twitter is a podcast listener. So you're directly getting that promotion where podcast listeners are hanging out. So I just wanted to mention that as well. Um, so before we jump in a little bit, Shannon, tell us a little bit about, you know, the importance and how these features can make or break a podcast. Well, I think it's, uh, you know, it, you're, when you're shown in an app, it's definitely really something that's, you know, can be can be very valuable. Um, but I will say, you know, in in the long term, uh, there's a lot of variation in what, how it kind of impacts a podcast and different directories, different apps, different things. I think if you could go in and be, you know, featured across a whole lot of apps, um, and have guests promote you into all of this stuff, you would, you would have a lot of, uh, benefit from it. But you also have to remember that, you know, that gets you visibility basically. So that's what it does for you. And that's, that's great. And it's important. And you can also say, oh, we were featured in this place or that. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily get you the long-term audience. So I might see something there and then listen. But if the content, it doesn't turn out to be compelling. So this is what's the reason I mentioned this is this is why Podbean or Apple Podcasts or any directory wants to feature good quality content there. Uh, they don't want there to be an easy hack that puts in low quality stuff somehow by just doing some tricky kind of thing. It's very much like Google. When you use Google, you, the reason we all are using Google to search mostly nowadays and some other search directories that we may have used in the past are not around any longer is because right. Google does a good job surfacing the content that we need. Uh, and so Apple wants to keep this being exciting content interesting to you. So I just will say, I think it's, it's, there's many ways you can be featured and word of mouth is really important in podcasting. Um, but also, you know, we'll talk about how you really have to focus on the content and the audience. And that's also going to really help with potentially getting featured places. Absolutely. And, you know, we always say this at Podbean, content is king. So we're talking about how you can, you know, hack the algorithm and, and really get a lot of this featured promotion within podcast directories and apps. And the reason a lot of directories promote and feature podcasts is because they believe in the content. They see the work and they're excited about it too. So that's definitely an important aspect to add. And a lot of directories don't disclose how their algorithms work, especially Apple, which is kind of the gold standard in podcasting. And, you know, as an industry, podcasting really blew up a lot because of how Apple included the podcast app on all the phones, on all the iPhones. So, you yeah, know, it's something that, that really helped a lot of people discover what a podcast was, you know. So I think I think that's a really big aspect of it. So, Shannon, at Podbean, we host over 600,000 podcasts. We host a lot of podcasts <laughs> at mm -hmm. Podbean, and some of them have gotten a lot of these features and, and received this promotion, which, you know, like you mentioned, it doesn't help unless the content's there, but it can give such a big boost. Um, mm -hmm. What are some of the commonalities that we've seen in terms of some podcasts that have achieved this boon? 
Yeah. So I think there's some really important basics. And actually, we will put in the show notes, there are a few links from directly from Apple Podcasts that explain to you things that you need to have in place in order to be. So right off the bat, if you want to be included, if your content, it has a lot of sound issues, if your artwork has a lot of problems, all of these kind of things, you will not you will not get included. Um, so those are going to be things, you know, there's some basics that you really have to cover. So there's a couple, there's some interesting things with new and noteworthy. Uh, what, again, they don't disclose the algorithm, but the algorithmic side of it, which is only one piece, seems to be mainly based around recent listens or recent downloads. So if they're, the, the thing about new and noteworthy is it's not only new, it's new and noteworthy. So there is a big myth out there that you have to get featured in your first eight weeks that you're out. So there's all these tricks and techniques and things like that. But if you have, for example, we, we're featuring a podcast at Podbean right now, which is a reporter on the ground in, U, in Ukraine. And they pitched me and I was like, wow, that's super relevant. <laughs> People want to know what's going on. You know, this is, this is something that we definitely want to feature. And yeah. uh, that it, let's say that was a different podcast before. And now that was what they were focusing on. We still would have been interested because it's extremely relevant. So Apple is looking for things that are relevant, interesting, interesting to a wide audience, this kind of stuff. So there's a, a, an algorithmic piece and a curation piece algorithmically, if you're getting a lot of attention, which really means downloads and listens and it can, and possibly new subscribers, ratings and reviews, which you will hear a hundred percent of the time on podcasts that they want you to rate and review because it'll help them be found in Apple podcasts are possibly a small factor, not nearly the emphasis that you hear people say i'm not saying don't get rating re ratings and reviews i'm just saying that that does not appear to be a big part of the algorithm uh, there are definitely lots of podcasts featured that don't have many reviews uh there's there's been some in there that have had virtually none i think um so that is not that's overemphasized that's a bit of a myth uh you don't need to be again in your first eight weeks uh, but yeah. you have to have some noteworthy content, but there's the, that, that piece where they pick up on stuff. So that's where the kind of the, um, the numbers and that come in where they see, Oh, wow, this podcast is getting so many listens or whatever this let's look, take a look at it, see if it should be featured. But at the same time, you can submit to Apple a request to be featured. So that's the link we'll drop in the, in the, um, show notes. And it tells you what you need to have in place. It tells you what they're looking for. Uh, and of course, they're looking for relevant, timely, interesting content that is going to appeal to a wide audience. If it's super niche, they may not be focusing it in the overall new and noteworthy, um, but maybe there's a reason why it's very timely now. But they're looking for something, you know, that people are going to be interested in. And so you have to follow, you know, kind of their standards and then you can pitch them. And what you don't want to do is obviously... <laughs> have poor content and pitch them or have okay content, but, you know, send a pitch to Apple every week <laughs> trying to get your podcast in, you know, without kind of any relevant information. So pitching, right. pitching Apple and other directories is something that, you know, most of them have uh, a content team that will take, take these pitches. So we have seen the people we have seen being featured uh, have often done that. Uh, or sometimes they've gotten in because they've gotten, as I said, those, those tremendous amount of downloads and listens right at a specific time or at the beginning on launch. And that yeah. often happens because they have done a lot of work around promotion and maybe they've even built, uh, an existing audience and done a lot of promotion ahead of time to drive a lot of attention to the podcast. So really exciting launch plan. Uh, can help you with that, of course. Uh, so that's 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 the way to get those, you know, the attention from the numbers. I think is to really drive that launch. Pay email out to your whole list. Uh, really, you know, get it out there and get people interested. That's kind of the main thing. But just getting ratings and reviews is probably not going to do it for you if all the other pieces aren't there. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think it's something where it's part, it's something to strive for. It's kind of, in my mind, I think of it as like the cherry on top of a really good launch strategy. 
right? So you've got all the all the different elements and aspects of a good launch strategy. Maybe like you're building like a big ice cream sundae or a banana split or something, right? And then, you know, if you get that new and noteworthy, it's that cherry on top. It's nice to have, but, you know, it's the sundae's okay without it. And I think part of a larger launch strategy, there's a couple of things that really, you know, are factors when getting featured within a podcast directory. And I want to dive into a few of those. Um, When launching a podcast, the number of episodes is a really important factor. So let's talk about that for, for a minute because when people launch podcasts, when podcasters launch podcasts, it's something where, you know, the, we're also excited, right? The impetus is to put that first episode out, to just get that very first one out. And that may not always be the best strategy. So can you talk a little bit about the number of episodes that it's important to have um, and some things that we can all do around that launch strategy of a podcast? I mean, you'll hear a lot of talk about, particularly around this new and noteworthy topic, around having three or three or ten, you'll hear episodes, um, that that's part of like this hacking system, um, which actually there's been a, a fair bit of research that shows that's not actually the case. So I'd say focus on having what you can get with quality. <laughs> um, yeah. I know when I go to a, a podcast, I do like to see um, a few episodes because I like to kind of binge listen. So think about that. I would suggest not launching with 10 necessarily. Again, it this, there's you'll hear all kinds of strategies. I'm just saying from seeing a lot of things, what I've seen, the, the launching with the working on too many and launching with too many, the, pr- the problem with that is that almost everyone that does a podcast, even very, very professionally put together, maybe very professionally produced is maybe one exception. But anyone that hasn't had a ton of experience with podcasting, and even if they have, will tell you that from episode one to episode 25, there was drastic improvement. Excuse me. Yes. And this is something we talk about all the time. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So recording you know, because you think you're going to hack an algorithm. So recording and doing 10 and putting them out there without that potential room for improvement, I don't think is the best strategy. Again, it's like, what what is the focus? Also, there's no room for you to get listener feedback, right? If you've already recorded your entire podcast. Now, again, not saying it really depends on the podcast and the situation, but in most cases, going with a smaller amount and then, you know, building up, maybe having a few episodes for them to binge. Um, but I, I've, I've heard a couple, um, studies that, that people have done about their different, and I don't know that we've pulled data on our Podbean podcast, but I've seen, um, a couple things out there from different podcasters that looked at trying, testing different things out. And, uh, a lot of them found that actually launching with less episodes, they, they were fine with new and noteworthy. So again, I think it's a bit of a myth that you have to have a certain number of episodes or be out in eight eight weeks. The reason why launching with a few episodes, the reason why that's out there is kind of a, a little bit of a, a myth is that obviously if someone finds your podcast and there's multiple episodes and they listen, your number, those number of downloads in those 24 hours is higher. And so that's where when we talked about the Apple looking at, you know, number of downloads, number of listens in a 24-hour or very short period, which seems to be a, right. seems to be currently a big factor in their algorithm, then obviously that can help you um, with that piece. But let's look at it this way. If you have, if we have this amazing podcast that comes out about, I don't know, a new movie that's coming out and millions of people are excited about it and download it and they only have one episode versus I don't know, a podcast about something that's a little more niche and I put out three, four or five episodes or whatever, but, and I get a nice number, like five, 6,000 downloads, which would probably be great for a niche podcast. And I put out three episodes. I'm still not competing with that 1 million. So again, like, you know, we have to weigh these factors out and how we do it. I am a huge advocate though, for when you're getting started, definitely uh, banking some episodes uh, if especially yes. if you're doing interviews because you know life happens <laughs> so I think preparing and getting some interviews there and then you know you still have room to play with things if you have that you could still potentially go oh that one uh, you know move that around do some more editing things like that but you have some you've bought yourself some time and that way you can be consistent for your listeners so I, th- I think that's a good piece of advice when getting started. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's good to have a couple episodes out because, you know, for for the sole reason that if somebody likes your content, you know, as a listener, 
Um, and a podcaster, as a listener and a podcaster, it's when you like a show, you want to listen to a couple episodes. You know, you want to you want to dig in and you know really take a take, you know, have a have a real experience with that podcast. And sometimes one episode can feel a bit like a taster. Yeah, it's a it's a funny thing because you know we had cereal, which was a cereal uh, yes. podcast, and that's how it was, that's how TV shows all used to be, right? But now we're so used to the binge concept. And when Serial did their second one, if I'm not incorrect, they did it in a binge style. They put them all out. I think. Uh, and I, I I believe so. I'm I not 100. percent Yeah, yeah. I think, and I mean, and it's really true. We've become sort of spoiled by that Netflix binge culture situation. And so yeah. I, I agree personally, I'm very, when I find a podcast, I usually do download a bunch of them. Uh, and then if I, I, I it's funny cause I wonder why sometimes I do that. Cause I don't need to, you know, I, I don't necessarily, yeah. I could go back and get it later, but I feel like, Oh, I want to see, I want to check this all out. And uh, yeah, when it comes to TV shows nowadays, when something comes out, that's only a serial I, I often have yeah. wait. <laughs> I wait until later. So, um, well, that's that's yeah, definitely some self control. I feel like we're in the age of the binge. You know, I think, uh, or I, you know, I, I think everyone's attention span is shorter with social media and and all of that. Um, but it's definitely something where it's helpful. You know, when to when you like a podcast or to retain your audience, it's helpful to yeah. develop and build that relationship as fast and as soon as you can. Um, and for those podcasters that ho- whose podcasts have already come out, right? They've got maybe a season or two under their belt. How do they get back in? You know, how do they relaunch their season and hit these algorithms? Yeah, well, the good news is with new and noteworthy in particular, it is new and noteworthy, so you don't have to be brand new. The myth of the eight weeks is is not yeah. true. So you have opportunities. So if you're going to do an, a new launch season, that's a great time to pitch yourself uh, to say we have this exciting new season coming out about so-and-so and you should have a content catalog that you can show what you've done. Uh, you can tell Apple what your plans are at, you know, assuming we're talking about new and noteworthy, what your plans are for, for launching and what you're, how you're marketing it and all of that. So once again, have a, a new season launch plan, build excitement around it, uh, try to get attention to it, put it out to your current you know, build excitement with your current listeners, your current audience and social media and all of that. And uh, that can also be true for just an episode. So if you don't do seasonal podcasts, but you're going to have a big interview coming on, that can be a reason to pitch New and Noteworthy or Podbean or any directory. Uh, we get that quite a bit where someone will say, I'm interviewing uh, you know, the president or I'm interviewing uh, the CEO of this large corporation or there's this big controversy. So I have this controversial kind of guest on or, or whatever. And we get those editorial pitches a lot and uh, timely things are what, you know, podcast directories are also looking for. So if you have something like that, uh, feel free to use that. Like I said, don't, don't pitch Apple every week, but pitch them selectively. And if it's something where you've, you know, you were new and noteworthy when you were brand new, and you were a good quality podcast, and now you have this big guest coming up in a in a few weeks. Uh, you know that's a good that's a good time to do a pitch to them. Absolutely, and you know we kind of touched on artwork. I'm going to pivot a little bit. We kind of touched on mm-hmm. artwork a little bit, but what are some tips and best practices around podcast graphics and the artwork for our shows that can really help make the difference? Yeah, Apple has very specific information that we'll, again, we'll link to in the show notes about what you yeah. need graphic-wise. And uh, they and they need more graphics when they're going to do, when you're pitching yourself to promote. Uh, similarly, Podbean, we, if we are going to put you in the banner in Podbean, it's not the same as a podcast logo. It's a banner size, so it's a horizontal. Uh, so we need that artwork. And yeah. uh, I'll give you some ideas from our perspective because I get those pitches. Uh, the banner artwork is Think of it like a logo, even though it's a different orientation. It's not meant to be, you're not meant to stuff it with a whole lot of words <laughs> um, because it's yeah. an app. So it's a, it has to look attractive in a podcast app. So good graphic design is really important that it's attractive to the listener, that it kind of, you know, gives them a glimpse into what the show might be or has something recognizable, but then it's, uh, it's not 
you know, a written description of a podcast or, you know, having other calls. It's not meant to have other calls to action, like go to so-and-so website or anything like that on there. It's very clean, minimal, minimal design, uh, very much like you would look at your podcast logo and uh, clean, visually appealing with a lot of, you know, a lot of space. And uh, those, those kind of things are really important, but yeah, pod, uh, uh, sorry, Apple gives you very specifics on what they need and we can give you the specs of ours because it's different than, different than the logo if we have that. So we need that when we decide if we're going to pitch or decide if we're going to feature it in the, in the banner or not. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, I want to go, I want to kind of niche it down even more um, mm-hmm. because the next thing I want to talk about is titles. So podcast titles are something where, you know, it's, it, it seems simple, but it can, it can complicate things. Yeah. I think both artwork and title are things that, uh, you know, when we're, I'm really glad we're talking about this because we're, yeah. we're kind of saying we're ha- talking about hacking directories, but I yeah. really, I love, I love that because I think it's fun to talk about hacking it, but it's really uh, hacking always implies that you're doing these tricky things. And the important thing yeah. is that's not really what works. The important thing is the foundational stuff that's going to help your podcast is what works. And it's yeah. also what will do your podcast the most good in the long term. Um, so have Having good artwork, investing in that. I think it's not that that expensive nowadays. Uh, but if you don't have graphic design expertise, it may it may be worth uh, you know investing some money in having someone help you with your graphics so that they're attractive. Because I know for me, I'm I'm a word person. <laughs> I can write you an article, but when it comes to creating that graphic for that thing, you know, I, I know there's folks that do it better than I do. So I think that, that, you know, creating those attractive, because what you have to remember is when I'm looking in a podcast app, that's what I'm going to see, uh, your title and your artwork. And very often people have artwork that really is, is not high quality, or also it just really, you know, there's a, there's a popularity in putting your face on it, uh, which works in certain cases, but is not, is often not the best thing to portray what your podcast is all about. Uh, I think it's fun to look at some of the big podcasts out there and the popular ones and the, some of the, uh, the big players in podcasting, the big networks and some see, cause they obviously have teams of designers and see kind of what they're doing with their artwork because you'll, you'll notice some commonalities. And if you talk to graphic designers, they'll probably mention the same things constantly. People are asking for feedback on graphics in different podcasting groups I'm part of. And one of the things that almost always comes up is that person is trying to put too much in there. They want to have their name in it. They want to have, they have one of their face and their name and the podcast title and maybe some other little element. And then you're looking at it on, let's say a Facebook group and it's already kind of a smaller picture, but it's still tons bigger than it's going to be when I look at it in my app. And so almost always the feedback is, size it into the app and then see if you still like your artwork <laughs> because you're not going to yeah. see because a lot of times they'll have their name written real, really small you know at the bottom and I'll say I can't even read it now on my computer yeah. and it's four times as big as it's going to be in my app I'll never see that so you might as well take it off <laughs> you can use that in the other graphics that you use you know you have different size graphics that you'll use for social media but for the podcast app and for titles it's very similar you know, what are people going to know what that, what that means when they see it? Uh, right. It and you want it to be something that people can remember and right. that people can search for. I think that's also important. Exactly. It's not to say that creative titles aren't sometimes uh, useful. And if you're doing maybe a really creative audio drama or kind of thing, that may not be as descriptive. There are those kinds of situations where it's not so much descriptive, but I'd say in a many, many cases, the first thing to go to is to be pretty descriptive in your title, to be simple and descriptive. Uh, For search, especially in podcast apps versus, you know, a more complicated Google search, but for searching in podcast apps, the title of the podcast overall and the title of the episode, those are the two things universally that podcast apps put into their search algorithm. For most of them, that's all they put in. So all those descriptions and all those keywords and stuff, that's going to be starting to be more and more important with Google Podcasts and even Apple Podcasts is starting to 
potentially use some transcription kind of things behind the scenes to kind of contextually search more. So we will see this evolving. But for now, if if someone Google not Google, so someone Podbeans or Apple Podcast searches, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you know in there, they're in there, and they're like, oh, I want to find blah blah blah. They're they're only going to find you if those kind of keywords are in in your title. It doesn't matter if it's in your descriptions and stuff right now. So again, for the most part. So depending on the type of podcast and what it is, thinking about what those keywords are, and of course also looking at what's out there. And making sure you don't take someone else's title and looking at your websites and all of that. Uh, do, do your yeah. homework before you pick a Yeah, title. absolutely. And I think it's something where it's so important. If you have an idea for a podcast, for anybody out there who's still in the discovery phase of doing your research or for anybody, any podcasters out there that are looking to start additional podcasts, it's something where it's so important to search that podcast title. In multiple directories, search the domain name, search social media, you know, make sure that, you know, you're not going to confuse it with somebody else's, you know, business or club or Facebook group or whatever it is. Um, You want to be able to have that, yeah, have that name be yours. And domain names are also really a really big aspect of that because you know when you're looking for a domain name it'll tell you if you can buy it or not <laughs> so. yeah. for for hundreds of thousands of dollars or right or yeah right. So that's, exactly that's, it's, it's really important to do that homework on it and think about it. and and you know if you have an existing audience so if you're going from having some kind of following or or you have a business currently uh, you can also do some testing with your existing audience ask them hey I'm starting a podcast here's what I'm thinking about calling it here's my artwork uh, do a little contest give them a give them a prize you know if they if they give you some feedback or vote on it or or that kind of thing um, and try to find out you know what appeals to them but uh, I think yeah my my advice would always be being being descriptive and using those keywords in your titles when it when it makes sense uh, so absolutely important absolutely and I think involving your audience if you have an existing audience this is only you know if you or even if you have a community and you know you post on mm-hmm. Facebook to the people that you know um, or LinkedIn if it's a professional podcast um, or podcast on professional you know professional content um, it's so important because when people feel like they have a stake in something, they're more likely to check out that first episode. They're more likely to subscribe, to listen, to be on your team and, and you know, join your, join your club, you know, join your audience. So I think that's such an important aspect. Um, yeah, and Shannon, I think we've covered quite a bit. So I, I want to kind of go over, I want to go over a few of the tips that we spoke about um, and, and then we'll move on. But, you know, we just covered quite a bit. And when we say hacking the algorithm, you know, hacking, (laughs) hacking the algorithm, it's really, it's not one big thing. It's really so many little things that make a world of difference, right? It's something where those little details, whether it's the quality of your artwork, your search term, adhering to guidelines, requesting to be featured, um, you know, the making sure your artwork is even up to specs. Um, and you know, even on a base level, making sure your podcast is distributed to those directories, right? Absolutely. That was going to be. I was going to say that's the first thing to kind of start with. Yeah, you can't be featured into a noteworthy if you're not in Apple. And I will. This is a good time actually to to make sure to say this uh, when you're planning a launch. We talked about number of yes. episodes and what else to have. But another thing that. Is, I run across people not knowing all the time is they'll say, Oh, I want to do a June 15th, you know, launch or, or whatever. That's, that's my, our date. And we're going to splash it out to everybody. You know, we're going to share it. And so like, for instance, with us, they're starting a Podbean account. They'll say, so well, let's start our account on June 15th or June 13th, 15th, 14th. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And I'll yeah. say, no, no, no. It's probably, first of all, you need to play around with your hosting account and know how you're you know, navigating everything. Yeah, but also, for sure. Apple, requi- Apple requires you to have one episode live before they even approve you now it can be a trailer but you can't 
and they can sometimes take a few days to approve. Generally, it's about 24 hours, but you can't count on if, if you have that date in mind, you can't la literally launch that date. You can't send it ahead of time to Apple. Oh, I'm going to have this podcast, you know, so that they can pre-approve you. You have to have one episode or, you know, or a trailer up. So just keep that in mind as far as timing goes. And, and you obviously can't be a new and noteworthy or even in the directory at all if you're, <laughs> if you don't submit. And with Apple, you, Apple and many directories, what you'll do is you'll have, you know, your hosting platform, you've got it all set up and then you do an initial submission to the directory. So they basically go through and, and approve it. And then all of your episodes from there on out, you're just publishing in Podbean or your hosting platform and they're automatically uh, pushed out uh, or pulled actually from those directories. So you via know, the you, RSS kind of, feed, right? That's yeah, how the so RSS it's, feed works. It, it's a bit of a one-time setup. And sometimes people think that that's all going to be automated initially from the hosting platform, but uh, you this way you're kind of the owner of your Apple Podcasts account. Uh, you can deal with any problems, changes, et cetera, instead of the hosting platform. You know, kind of uh, if we were submitting all those direct, directly, that would be kind of the issue there. Um, and right. then any, and if you any, move from another host, if you're hosted with a different organization mm -hmm. and you're looking to move over to Podbean, you can easily do that because you own own your Apple podcast account and all of that. So it's definitely something as a creator to own that. And I do also think that it's important to remember somebody on the Apple side, a human being is checking a box and making sure that, you know, your podcast is what it says it is. Um, and like you mentioned, Shannon, trailers have a lot of value. So yes, I want to circle back to that. Um, yes. Tr podcast trailers, whether it's for your launch of your show, you know, the initial big, we're here, or whether it's for, uh, you know, a, an ep uh, a season launch or a series within your show, you know, or a special episode, like you were saying. Um, yeah, and it's a good thing we we talk about when you're pitching different directories and even media, yeah. whatever you may be pitching, yeah. you know, the trailer can be a nice fit for that, especially if you don't have episodes live. It's a way for people to hear, oh, there's good sound quality here. Uh, this is interesting. You know, this is a teaser that yeah. made me interested. So it's really useful for that. So just think about, always think about you know, how it will come across to anyone that you might, uh, you might be pitching, whether it's a directory or media or just even, you know, the listener that comes across you, your, your show. But that's, that's important that the setting up is so key because we're way ahead of ourselves on all this. If you're, if you're listening to this, you know, watching this, listening to this, and you're really, you know, trying to figure out how to get a new and noteworthy, how to, you know, get tops of all these directories, but you haven't yeah. done the basic setup or you're not even in the directories yet, you know, that's step one. So start there <laughs> for sure. Yes, absolutely. And trailers really offer a tremendous opportunity to, Introduce your show, whether it's audio cues, whether it's, you know, I, I want to say, quote unquote, the vibe, but definitely the content hosts, the subject matter, you know, and it really gives the opportunity to get people excited for your podcast, which is such an important aspect of podcasting because you want your listeners to really, you know, crave that next episode or get excited about when, you know, the new episode comes out and debuts. So it's, it's such an important aspect, I think, as well. And I don't think trailers have been around, you know, since the beginning. So it's, it's something where... Yeah, I mean, people could always do a trailer, but there's an actual official thing. So there's a tag right. now in Apple that kind of, you know, and so it, it lines it up nicely. So before you could have cool. one, technically, uh, I think right. we always recommended maybe people do it, it maybe people called it an intro episode or yeah. an episode zero. A lot of Right, uh, that exactly. But yeah, Apple, when they, a couple years back when they did new things with their, with seasons as well, um, with yeah. having that ability to, to launch things seasonally, that was all part of that new uh, Apple specs. Absolutely. And I think it's something where it, it's really interesting as podcasters, because we get to see how when something becomes popular enough, the industry and the big players and the technology evolves to enable that right? So many people did an introduction episode. I mean, yeah, I, I almost every episode of, of like almost every podcast that I've listened to, if you scroll, you know, if you're with your thumb further back enough, you'll find it. If it's a, if it's a podcast that's been around quite a bit, um, 
if they haven't deleted it, you'll find that episode. And I think nowadays it's becoming easier and easier. And these features are really built in and not just within hosts, but within different directories as well, which is so important. So the value of that trailer, it's free advertising, make it great, you know? And, and when we say audio cues, that's if you have any theme music, if you have any transitions, any kind of auditory signatures that your audience is going to define your podcast with, right? They're going to be able to subconsciously or consciously identify your podcast through those auditory cues. So that's also so important. Um, yeah, absolutely, Shannon. And yeah, ab- trailers. I love them. And sometimes I, I'm going to, I'm just going to admit something. I really like podcast trailers and because the editing is so important on them and they're so well, if you get a good one, you know, and you work really hard on it, they're so well done. It's almost like a movie trailer. You're getting that kind of excitement. Yeah, it's. I mean, it should be. You should think about it that way. It's your introduction. It's like you know, first impressions. All the all the old cliches about first impressions. That's yeah. very much true with a podcast. If people come into it, uh, you know, that's that's the chance to get them excited. And uh, and that's another thing that I think in talking about this subject, we won't delve a lot. We have other episodes of podcasting smarter and of our yeah. different live streams coming up on promotion. But I think it's really important to understand. Uh, putting together a promotion and launch plan, knowing that uh, these are different things to maybe target and different, but it's, there's multiple places and ways to promote. Uh, and we, we've talked about in-app. The other, I think that two of the ways that help podcasts the most are different kind of in-app features, in-app promotions. Yeah. Uh, we see it very, it's very popular with our banners at Podbean, um, but also yeah. promoting on other podcasts potentially. And we have a lot of people using our ads marketplace to run ads on you know similarly themed kind of podcasts or podcasts yes. that might have a similar audience. Because once again, just like you said before, that's where a podcast audience already lives. Yes, that's where the listeners are. Yeah, and they're they're like, oh, I love this podcast, but you know, they're coming out once a week and I have five hours to listen. So I, I need, how do I find more stuff like this? And then if there's a nice promo on there about a similar type of podcast or something that's somewhat related, then they, then they're ripe to cl- just do a click and follow you. So uh, that's, there's many different things you can do to promote and to be out there and uh, one particular kind of category in one particular directory is not the end all be all to your success or failure. And it won't. And unfortunately, even though it has value, as we spoke about, it, it won't do everything for you. So there, right. there have been, oh, I, I've talked yeah. to several people who've been in new and noteworthy and the long tail of that for them was not much. So there, there was initial excitement. They're very glad they, they got in it. But if they assume that that's going to sort of do everything for them and then they're not going to have to do right. any other promotional work, it, right. won't, it won't last. The fever won't last. You know? so right. It's not it's sustainable because you're not going to be new forever if you got featured yeah. because you're newer. You know, a new season came out. And I just want to backtrack a little bit and just reiterate what you were saying before about establishing your podcast and hosting mm-hmm. I just want to drive that point home because it is so important, Shannon. When you set up a podcast and you're getting ready to launch, do not do not apply to directories the day that you want to launch the podcast. This is a common misconception. I just want I just want to say this again because it's so important to know that podcast directories operate independently. And at Podbean, we host 600,000 podcasts, so quite a lot. But we don't have control over other directories approval process or, you know, what their staff looks like or even their, anything like that, you know? So we want to make sure that you have as much time as possible to set yourself up for success. And if it's, you know, an Apple podcast or something that can take 24 hours, but even over the holidays, that, that number is what, a week or two, you know, make sure that you give yourself adequate time to make sure that you are established within a directory with your trailer episode or your, you know, and your information before you launch. It's so important. Yeah, because there's a lot of times, even though we give 
very specific instructions about how to submit to the different directories. And with Apple, there's yeah. things about the artwork and stuff. But sometimes you, the artwork especially can be tricky sometimes on Apple. So you maybe thought that you had the specs right, but there's some kind of problem. And so, you know, if you run into a problem, there's another delay. And so if you're really yeah. specific on dates, then, then prepare ahead. Um, or, you know, it's just like a, a restaurant opening. You can do a soft launch. Right. <laughs> no, I think it's important though, because if yeah. your podcast is an extension of your business or something else, and it's part of a larger strategy, maybe for marketing a new product, you want to make sure that it's, it's on point. So that's such an important, that's such an important point, Jana. That's such an important aspect. So thank you again for bringing that up. Um, yeah, within the, within the directories, it's, it's incredibly important. Um, and we've covered quite a lot today. I think one of the one of the other things that I want to that I want to touch on that we we spoke about before is that you can request to be featured. It isn't you know it isn't like well I guess it's like winning the lottery right you have to buy a ticket, and so it's something where if you want to be featured by some of these podcasts you've got to ask you know you've got to put yourself out there and we have some links in the show notes of this episode that we'll put up and they really talk about. Uh, you know, where you can go to apply to be featured within various directories. Cause it's something where, you know, if you, if you want to raise your hand, you have to, you have to apply. So that is such an important aspect. Um, and we've talked a lot about, you know, things we can all do and, and kind of little things, but I want to talk a little bit more about what does work. Um, so maybe a little bit about podcast app SEO and how we can all benefit from making the most of that. Yeah, I, um, as I mentioned before, the most important thing currently with podcast apps, so it's very, yeah. you know, we can, we call it SEO, but of course it's not SEO because they're not search engines, but um, that's, right. it's, it's, you know, it's an easy I guess it's to, just SO, search optimization, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. P, PS, podcast search optimization, PSO, I guess, podcast app. But anyway... <laughs> Regardless of that, of the, of the, the name, uh, for a podcast app in particular, really titles are key. Um, a lot of them will search title and author tags, but author tags, yeah. you really can't, uh, there's been a practice, a, sh- a kind of shady practice in the past of people making their, their author name, uh, you know, stuffing a lot of things in there, like putting other people's names, putting guest names and stuff. So for the overall podcast, the rule with Apple anyways, for the overall podcast, that author title is not supposed to be your, any of your guests or anything like that. I mean, it's supposed to be your yeah. name. I think it could be like your name and title, but for the episodes, uh, I think you could potentially have, have guest names in there. So Apple does include author as a way to search, which is nice because I may know Norma Jean Belinky has a podcast, but I forget what the name of it is. So I could potentially find your podcast that way. So that's why that's obviously that's included, but most people are going to search by titles or keywords to find it. So number one, focus on that. Number two Knowing general SEO, search engine optimization is really also something that's important. So for your podcast, Google can find your, you know, someone can Google. I, I often do search for podcasts in Google and not necessarily because I want to listen in Google podcasts. I end up, I listen in Podbean, but I want to, I'm just looking for, you want to see the show notes. You want to see the website of the podcaster. You want to see any additional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Or I'm just looking for something on a specific topic that I don't know if there's any podcasts out there right. about, and I'm not really sure. So Google is so good at that. You know, are there any podcasts on so-and-so incident or whatever? What are the best podcasts on whatever? And you'll get a lot of articles and different things like that. But so people do that. I, I, I'm not, I know I'm not alone in that. Uh, I ask for, for friends recommendations, but then I also turn to Google. So making sure you have a good podcast site, Podbean provides a podcast site and there's a lot you can do with it. You can actually use your own domain. Uh, there's, you can add a lot of content to it and stuff. So having a robust podcast site website, uh, whether that's again on your own or through a hosting company. And then if you don't know SEO, you could also, you could potentially outsource it or you can do a little research to learn how do you make good quality posts that go with each of your episodes. So the thing is, uh, transcripts are very useful for accessibility. They're not necessarily yes. the best thing for SEO. Um, the, the number one thing for SEO, it's just, if you're, if you're a blogger or you've done websites, you know what an SEO post looks like. You've probably written a post. It's a very rich information filled article 
on a specific topic. So Google wants to see that it's relevant. They want to see that the keywords are used, but not stuffed, you know, not tricky. And that's really yeah. on that topic. Same thing. If you write a post for a podcast episode, it's very similar. It can be very keyword driven. Your titles are are also important in Google, um, but subheadings and all of that. So writing, if you can, if you have the bandwidth, that's another whole thing. You know, you're recording a podcast. Now you have to write a post, but that's the one, that's the number one recommendation if you're able to do it, to write a sort of a long form kind of blog post with each um, podcast uh, episode. Uh, second to that is you can write sort of a shorter, more of a, like a summary. Um, a transcript can be a good option if, if you feel like there's no bandwidth and you're not really going to be able to do uh, a written out post. A transcript is, is definitely uh, better than literally having nothing about the episode, you know, having no words. Yeah. Um, that's a better, but you know, in a transcript, there's a lot of filler. That's why it's not quite as good for Google, but it's excellent for accessibility. So I still highly recommend them. And we have that option now in Podbean uh, for transcripts and closed captioning. Um, and then if you, if your show notes, if you just write, if you just have the title and no other information or you just have a couple of links or whatever and you don't do kind of a longer form post, then that's going to be the least searchable by any kind of, you know, non-podcast search engine. So the more kind of contextual information you have there, the better the keyword optimizing. So podcast SO, whatever we want to call it, podcast SO yeah. is one thing really important for that. And then Google type of search engine optimization is another thing. If you have the bandwidth to do that, it certainly yeah. can be worth it on uh, building out the website um so absolutely are, and when we say of, oh go ahead. sorry shannon go ahead oh i was just Thanks. saying um in terms of when we say bandwidth we mean personal bandwidth <laughs> yes, so that's yes, a term exactly. we use all the time in podbean because as podcasters we can all just really easily overwhelm ourselves and burnout or as we call it in the industry pod fade is real <laughs> So when yep. we say bandwidth it's a term that one of our colleagues has it's personal bandwidth and that means what you yes. are capable of, you know, perform with the level that you're capable of performing at or creating at yep. consistently and sustainably and you know, yes. within your mental and physical <laughs> health and well-being. Yeah, because it's a little, I'm glad you clarified that because, of course, there's actual bandwidth in podcasting. Right. So that I, it can be confusing when I throw that out there. But yeah, what you're able to do. So, I mean, I'm telling you what's ideal, but I know yeah. you may not be able to record a good episode, schedule guests, get good quality, and also write blog posts for them all. But maybe, maybe it is, it becomes worthwhile over time or you outsource yeah. it or you kind of have to figure that out and maybe you do a shorter post in the meantime or use a transcript because it's more yeah. Yeah. feasible for you. So I can't, I can say kind of, okay, here's the ideal recommendations for search engines. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it's going to work for everyone. And if you're going to have to sacrifice, you know, the, the content of your podcast and the quality, then obviously don't sacrifice it to try to be searched for, because if your stuff's not good, it doesn't matter. So um, <sighs> that's, that's, that's kind of, you know, it doesn't, if people find you and then they don't like it, it won't. <laughs> They're just not the, the not the right audience. So thank you so much, Shanta, because I really, really want to sum up what we've been talking about today. So the number one thing is to make sure your podcast is in the directories that you want to be featured in, whether it's Podbean, whether it's Apple Podcasts, make sure that you are hosted uh, with your host and you distribute, sorry, make sure that your host uh, distributes to those directories and that you have applied and, and your RSS feed is plugged in to those podcast directories. So that's number one. Uh, really adhere to their guidelines. Make sure that you're utilizing the guidelines that they provide to the to, to your greatest advantage. Um, make sure your content has the best quality that you can provide for your niche and uh, prospective audience. Um, in terms of best practices, you know, I think that's a really big one. Make sure your artwork uh, really fits with your podcast and is eye-catching and really fits the theme. Same with your title. Make sure it's searchable. Um, make sure that your show notes and uh, maybe transcript uh, and the way that you present your podcast in the description is important as well. Um, and then last but not least, request to be featured. So, you know, put your hand up and, and apply. So that's a really big aspect as well. Um, and for anybody who'd like more information, we have quite a few links. I think four we're popping in the show notes here. Um, so I think we'll end it today. Shannon Martin, our Director of Communications, thank you so much 
My name is Norma Jean Belenke. I'm the head of events here at Podbean. And this has been New and Noteworthy, Hacking the Algorithm of Podcast Directories, presented by Podbean. We're a podcast hosting and monetization company and home to over 600,000 podcasts. If you want to learn more or start a podcast yourself, uh, check us out at podbean.com. Thank you all so much for joining, and the replay will be available on the Podcasting Smarter channel, the Podcasting Smarter podcast here on YouTube and LinkedIn. And if anybody has any questions or wants to get in contact, please reach out to us at podcastingsmarter at podbean.com. Thank you all so much and have a great day.